2: Let the word go forth Fool me once Are you fired up? If I'm not a crook Are you ready to go? Shame on shame on you It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat Hosted
1: by Ben Kissel Boom! You we can't get
2: fooled again
1: Hey, what's up everyone? That's Marcus Parks I am Ben Kissel We just had Slade Sommer in the studio It was amazing uh, So amazing as a matter of fact We ended up talking for far too long so we're splitting it up into two uh, two episodes of Top Hat for you this week. Um, so please uh, enjoy the conversation with Mr. Slade Sommer, uh, Channel One Twenty Four on Sirius Radio, the POTUS Network. Uh, check him out and uh, enjoy yourselves. Well, you know what was so interesting uh, as far as information goes, going back to the shooting that happened in Colorado, they uh, interviewed a uh, a kid He was about fifteen years old. He's a sophomore in high school. He seemed like a nice kid, and. Uh, They were talking about uh, what happened, like, when the gunman walked in. First of all, he walked in, he's like, where is, he, like, told, he's like, where is the teacher that he wanted to kill? Mm -hmm. And then, and he had a shotgun, and they're like, well, we're not going to tell you. Yeah. Because you got a gun in your hand. So that was his first mistake. And they alerted the teacher, and the teacher being the brave hero that he is Ran. bolted
3: out the back door. Yeah. I actually <laughs> saw a couple of articles that gave him a lot of credit for that. And I was like, Saw that too. Yeah, I don't I guess. know what kind of credit. Like, did he they were saying he tried to lure the student outside and it's like, well,
1: did he? Or? I think he was running right. the f is away. Right. it every man, man for saying. himself?
3: And listen, if if it turns out that this was a conscious thing, and if there's any proof about that, right, I'm sorry for slandering this guy. On on, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wendy, if you're listening in Tampa, this is not, you know, what what I mean. But beautiful, Wendy. I I do not. I I cannot for the life of me think that a teacher running out of the building right. is some sort of, you know. Pied Piper visionary status. Exactly. It just seems uh, like uh, George Costanza when there's a fire and he bolts over the kids. (laughs) That's right. And runs
1: out. That is hilarious. Yeah, Yeah, I can definitely picture uh, that happening. And uh, the kid was talking about um, uh, uh, an assistant principal ran into the room and he's like, "Hey, lock down everybody! Like, just like you do in the drills, but this isn't a drill. This is real." Which is very interesting because it's very Cold War esque. Yeah, where people used to get underneath their desks because that piece of plywood is going to protect you from a nuclear bomb. Um, but uh, you know, so they locked down. They all get in the corner, lock the door, and whatnot. And uh, and then the the you know the uh, the reporter there, I think it was a uh, Tapper or whatever on CNN was uh he's like so what'd you do next and whatnot and the kid was like well my buddy had an app that had all of the police dispatch on it he had an app that gave what? what's the name of those things that you know police, police he, scanners yeah he had a police yeah. scanner app so they literally heard the cops inside like they just heard it play by play and so they heard when the guy like shot himself and whatnot and it was really fascinating yeah because it's just a whole nother level these 15 year olds are in the ears of the police officers. This is, you know, media wasn't there. Like, no one is there. But these kids with this fucking app are able to play-by-play... Almost again, like a sporting event, the shooting that's going on in their school as as uh, as it was happening in, in real time. It's like w- when that JetBlue flight had
3: to circle the airport for a couple hours and then landed. And these people were watching right on their JetBlue TVs in the plane, whether or not they were <laughs> going to crash on CNN. It's yeah, insane. They were, it was amazing. I, I I've that story, I mean, I, I think that's happened a few times now, but the first time I had ever heard that was a couple of years ago, and I could not get over that. Like, imagine being on an airplane with a TV you, in front of you, I mean, and what, you're the people in the sky that the CNN plane. is but showing. It,
1: at the same time, it must be interesting, because I could already see myself having this thought of disconnect Be like, well, I hope the people in that plane don't crash. Right. Exactly. Oh, those
2: poor saps, huh? Yeah. Uh, Where am I? Well, yeah. that's, you know, it's like, I wonder if... It's Star Trek is on BBC America right now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just <laughs> going to change it. This, this show sucks. But do you know that
3: you would not change that?
1: No. You can't. Yeah. No, you're on the plane. And it's great television. It's great TV. You know? You're glued to your seat. That's literally. You can't move. The <laughs> right. stewardess has been really strict about it. Right. apparently we we might Film crash. A- yeah. So can I get another gin and tonic, please? Oh my god! Half off, half off all drinks when the plane possibly might crash. <laughs> I hope so. That, that you know that be didn't Jeff No, No, <laughs> probably charged them double. Yeah. You if know. you're
2: if you're watching the foot, your plane circle around on TV, and your plane starts to go down, do you watch the crash on TV or do you Just look like out, out, the out the window? window? It's sort of like do you, do you it's, it's, when yeah you go do you to watch the jumbotron right, or yeah. do you watch uh, the smaller one? I, I think one, you, you would have to right.
3: watch out the window because I would imagine that CNN would have like a 10 to 15 second delay on that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. They so. didn't want,
2: they don't want to get caught in that whole situation. It was Shepard Smith. That was Shepard on- Smith at <laughs> a yeah. show. America the guy yeah. shot himself. The guy shot the- himself. It's like, Oh, yeah, and he's that like, that "Cut one. it, cut it, <laughs> cut it!" Yeah that, was know, the, yeah, that was the best come-ons uh, face that I've ever seen. Just that, like, yeah. come on! I think a guys. lot of people have
3: come on that face. Oh my goodness, a lot of men Whoa. for the old chap. Whoa!
1: <laughs> I'm not starting rumors. Ben, I can't believe you just said that. You know. <laughs> Marcus is referring to a great uh, Shepard Smith clip uh, YouTube uh, YouTube. It, if you haven't seen it yet, there was a fellow was a high speed chase and uh, he got out of the car and uh, they followed him uh, running through some woods and then he just pops himself in the head. It's a great it's a great clip. Yeah, uh, that's the Shepard Smith. Yeah, Shepard Smith was the best mm. and he is and he is the be- Shepard the guy Smith. Loves a good car he, he, chase. Yeah, <laughs> he loves a good car chase. One of the best suicide uh, television uh, personalities out there. He handles sure. them with ease. He's the best. Sure. You would have liked to have seen him. You know, the Bud Dwyer clip? Oh, oh uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bud Dwyer. Yeah. The uh, What was he, a senator or a I
3: congressman? Think he was a, I think
2: yeah. he was actually the
3: uh, treasurer of Pennsylvania. You can Was Google he it. the treasurer? He was, uh, he was some, yeah. t- he
2: wasn't an elected official. Oh, yeah, he wasn't. I'm pretty sure he was the state treasurer of Pennsylvania. I could be wrong about he that. Was, he was caught in uh, some sort of embezzling scheme. Okay. And he yeah. saw no way out. And you know, the funny thing about I, Bud Dwyer, I think it's a really interesting time or point in uh, American journalism because it happened on it happened on live, live TV, TV yeah and then they played it again that yeah. night on the evening news. Well, I mean, they played 9-11
3: a million times over. Yeah, we but didn't they even did, learn but we were 20 sp- years later. You know,
2: we were spared all the gory details in 9-11. Have you seen the unreleased photos of what it was actually like down there? there I were- was there. I was in it. Oh, I was God. in really? 9-11. I was on the 30th floor of 40
1: Wall Street. Really? Holy yeah. fuck. So what was that experience like? Obviously, you woke up early. You got uh, to work on time. You're a I, good man.
3: I literally walked through the revolving door of uh, 40 Wall at 8:46 a.m. The really? exact second that the plane hit, uh, so I didn't hear or see anything. Right, uh, you're I, just like, oh well, I guess I'm not going yeah. to work today. I bought a uh, I bought a like a roll and a, a Nesquik or you know something in the okay. downstairs. By the time I got upstairs, papers from you know the the tower were flying all over our building, and and how
1: uh, how close was Forty Wall to the uh, towers? Yeah, probably
3: point three or four miles. Yeah, very, very close. uh, you know, uh, but from, from 30 floors up, it looks like it's 10 feet away. Exactly, right, right, right. So the second tower was closer to us. We could see the smoke billowing out of the first, and everyone's kind of making jokes, like, uh, you know, when the, the, the papers are flying around, like, well, it must be a ticker tape parade, or, you know, uh, well, better jokes Looks like Morgan
2: Stanley's going to have some openings. (laughs) Right, exactly. Uh,
3: and my brother, who actually used to work for Cannon Fitzgerald, which was completely wiped out, uh, He, uh, you know, we're all kind of now, my brother and I worked in the same building uh, and we're, everyone's pressed against the window. We saw the second plane hit, um, you know, the second tower, uh, you know, from, from as close uh,
1: as anyone in the world. I mean, did you, going back to the previous conversation, did anybody whip out their iPhone? Store it exist? Does, yeah, I mean, I, this, this is two thousand one.
2: Yeah, this is two thousand one. Yeah, flip, that's right. A flip phone. was I had the like highest tech of Nokia. I think yeah. or, that's right.
3: Yeah, it was. Uh,
1: you know,
2: and, and mean, that must in a been, way
3: it's a good thing that that you know that stuff didn't exist. I think but we have a lot of we have a lot of footage. We have enough footage. Like there's the same way that not we, we, we stopped. the first Plane. There's one clip period yeah. of that yeah. first plane hitting the tower. And That guy was
2: with the fire. Fire. Yeah, the fire department.
1: What was, I mean, that's just a strange morning. What was your initial reaction when you saw these planes? Did you even think terrorist? Because that wasn't even necessarily something that was on the forefront of the American mind at the time. No, it wasn't. 2001, I mean, we knew a Bin Laden, sort of. Right. Just some bizarre cave dweller who kind of gave... Wonky speeches, you right. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that probably ninety-eight percent of Americans had
3: either never heard the name of Osama bin right. Laden or couldn't pick out what his goal in life was. I
2: like remembered the USS Cole and I right. remembered the first World Trade Center bombing. Yeah, I yeah. remember. I remember seeing that, but I didn't remember the name of the guy at all. I just all. want to hear the general or utter out the, out li- the organization. I just want
1: to hear the general utter the line like the U.S. general have to utter the line about Osama bin Laden, and now he's using the weapons we gave him against us, (laughs) which is so upsetting. Yeah. Um, What did you think? I mean, god damn, a plane just hit a building. Was it confusion?
3: Was it, I mean, obviously. Honestly, this is going to sound like the dumbest thing you've ever heard. I thought that the first tower which was on fire and you know you had no idea what was going on and by the way keep in mind that the only report at the time there was no twitter there was no facebook so that's right the only report at the time was that a cessna had flown into the first tower
1: a cessna mm. yeah what's a cessna a uh, small plane oh okay yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a
2: single uh, engine plane. Yeah, a yeah small commuter oh plane.
1: very very yankees yeah exactly cory white right so that a
3: cessna had flown into the first plane and you know it was a trading office so uh cnbc was reporting you know a cessna ha- had flown into the to the tower so right away you're thinking this is an accident you know right. you're primed for accident sure so when the the second tower hit um or the second plane hit the second tower the fireball that was in our face the, the 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 lingering image from the second tower is that a fi- a fireball the size of Stevens Point Wisconsin right uh, you know shoots out the other side of the building that was what was in our face I honestly just thought it was something from the first tower like falling into the second tower I didn't oh, I right. didn't see the plane it, the the plane was hidden from the other side sure so the fireball was in our side. Um, one guy in the office yelled, "Let's get the fuck out of here." That's the smart guy
1: in the yeah, office. Yeah, that's the and smartest still, guy. He gets the this sticker day, for the day. You know,
3: Scott Stein. I remember his his, you yeah. know,
1: his name to this day. Uh, you know did he did he yell like, "Let's get the fuck out of the office," or he's like,
3: Well, "Let's get the fuck out of the office"? No, it was more like the first one. It Good, was he's little, a man. Yeah, wow. it was a little yeah. bit less uh, of a Scooby Doo. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. Papers <laughs> yeah. go flying everywhere. Yeah, but my, nice. but my numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where you run real fast but don't go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's still there today. Yeah. Um, and yeah, our first thought we got outside and someone was like, all right, well, let's go to water street. And if we have to jump in the, by the time we got downstairs, you know, everybody was like, we're under attack right now. Right. Uh, so then let's say, let's go to water street. If anything should happen, you know, let's jump in the fucking East river, you know? And, and what was the police presence like at
1: that point? Had they, uh, oh, every- you could hear every cop in the city on their way down. Right. You know. And but they had not yet set up like you know barricades and they didn't quite have it under control yet. Yeah,
3: I mean this was still uh, minutes you know, in. Uh,
1: yeah, eight forty six was the first plane. Nine oh
3: one was the second
1: plane. You know,
3: we were on the street by nine oh six. Okay, you know, so you're talking a twenty minute window, but when. Two towers, you and know. When you guys did you elevator down or stair down? Oh, so st- we ran Yeah, down you stage, do the yeah. stairs.
1: And was there a uh, was yeah. there I mean, did you feel like your your building
3: was gonna be the next hit? No, I just think everyone wanted to get the hell away from it as quickly as possible. Right. You know, we didn't know what it was. I I don't think anyone even thought anything else was going to be hit right. until people started talking about the Pentagon and the White House yeah. and you know, that it, beautiful
1: field in Pittsburgh, mm, some right. of the best grass in America. Yeah, <laughs> they
2: ruined it. Shanksville will never be the same. That's sad.
1: Never. Tragic. So what was my my brother's husband was down there as well, Don. And he he held, uh, he he hid in a doorway and got full of smoke and soot and stuff. But uh, what did it smell like? I feel like 9-11 because I was talking to my ex-girlfriend burning flesh. Just it, it smelled like burning flesh for the next six months and it, is that a smell that you'll just never if you smell burning flesh again you'll be like that's burning flesh yes forever and ever yeah because i have no idea what that smells like
3: when i talk about 911 i talk less about the actual day of 911 and what happened from september 17th when they reopened wall street right. through you know 20 2002 like basically for the next 3 to 6 months right you know tanks on corners show an ID to guys with guns, you uh-huh. know guys real army dudes uh you couldn't get a subway anywhere near there so you'd have to get off at Fulton Street and then walk a mile uh or you know whatever uh, uh 10 15 minutes down right. to the office just you know, there's there's cake all over uh, and not literal cake. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that would be if that would yeah. be a whole that's a whole yeah. different night. Hey, I'm buddy. Cake boss. You know, like they exploded just, the cake factory. Yeah, oh, right, my. Exactly. I got this fondant. You put it on, uh, you know, uh, but it, it was just like, you know, the, all just the residue. of suit. Suit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Suit. It's just all over the place rotting flesh. I mean, they didn't put that fire out for what what had to be what? 3 months. I have so no idea So, you went that. back
1: to work, by the way, 6 days. That's yeah, a hell of a days. turnover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Sandy took us longer yeah. than than 9/11 yeah, uh, as far as to true. get back to work in the financial district. Yeah. Um it must I mean, you were going to work for all intents and purposes, you sh- you had to do your job in a war zone. In a war zone. A it felt like a legi- legitimate war zone, yeah. and it was. Yeah. And you know for a fact there were bodies in a smoldering mass Less than a half a mile away from you. Yeah. How did you focus? I just feel like I would constantly just be like, I got to. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to take a couple more bathroom breaks today. But, you know,
3: then started, you know, shit got weird after that. You had the anthrax stuff, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and then Enron happened. And, you know, and then so, like, there was enough stuff in the in the uh, God, there was such a bizarre world, time in
1: American history. It was. And there was Ooh, enough oh stuff God. in
3: the trading world that, like, kept you, you know, we bought a whole bunch of shares of, like, you know, water bottled yeah. water was a huge share I was going to say like you know yeah. people who like anti-anthrax you know yeah. the, the people who made mm-hmm. uh,
2: you know the vaccines or ba- yeah, exactly. anthrax so right. you were working for Lou Dobbs at this time no this was before oh, this, this was, before. was uh, I
3: went to school for journalism but then did like two years in finance yeah. okay. even though did... I have no idea what numbers are <laughs> The way that yeah, <laughs> I can count that's... to nine that's about yeah. it it's really
1: all you need to know yeah. one through nine
3: well day trading at the time was like a video game and it was just I was pretty good at video games I Hell wasn't yeah. very
1: good at day trading what you did with anti uh, anthrax vaccines, as far as purchasing that, my parents did with Dinty Moore beef stew. Nice. <laughs> after 9 11, I don't know what happened to my parents. They thought Stevens Point, Wisconsin was the guy next on the terrorist hit list. Um, they bought so much goddamn beef stew. I don't even think we ever had beef stew growing up. We never liked beef stew. It wasn't a beef stew family. Do you but still my, have it? I'm sure it's rotten away or not rotten no, away. It never will yeah, rot yeah. away. It's yeah. great.
3: That's the twinkie of beef stew.
1: I went back home after nine eleven. 11. And uh, my mom had an entire stock room full of food that no one's ever going to eat. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, "Mm, you never know. You have to be careful. I was like, mom, no one's attacking you. Well, I mean, if you listen to enough Glenn Beck, you got to make these shelters full of dinty more beef stew. That's true. And, you know, I mean, hell, I wouldn't mind having a ounce of weed, a bong, and just being trapped in that room for a little while. Yeah. Nothing but beef stew. Yeah. yeah. Lubbock, Texas. It Tex- would probably smell worse than 9-11, actually, right Probably, out. <laughs> You know, in about yeah. four hours.
2: Yeah, Lubbock, Texas, the town where I went to college, we had one of those weird post-9-11 things. I think in 2002, uh, or maybe early 2003, uh, a sample of the Black Plague went missing from one of our university laboratories. So wow. About that's somewhere. a comedy of errors right oh, there. Oh, a Texas Tech? Yeah. Te- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to yeah. Texas Tech. Right. Someone uh, just
1: takes a sip and he's like, mm, that's not my sun drop soda. <laughs> <laughs> if the
2: Black Plague is here, <laughs> oh, shit. It turns out one of the professors had uh, had taken it, uh, I think, for a study at home or something like that. He ended up going to prison for it. Wow. Like they Yeah, you got to gotta leave the Black Plague it, yeah. in the god. <laughs> Damn yeah. science lab. Yeah. yeah. They, no they, leniency on that. Yeah, one. there's zero tolerance on black plague spread. Yeah. But yeah, that was yeah. it was weird. For uh a day or two, like there was military, like they brought in the military. Wow, level. When was this? Uh 2002, I think. 2003. Oh, we know. Wow. It was post 9-11. So, you know, yeah, sure. as far as we know, no, that's this, terrorism. Our weird little corner of yeah, Texas. Uh terrorism. Sure. And man, the fucking the yeah, the Muslim engineering exchange students did not have oh, a good Oh, poor guy. Yeah. It was a tough time to be uh, a Muslim a really in America. Bad week yeah. in men and then Lubbock, you know, let's say. It's oh, not, yeah. I mean, but, Lubbock's but, a fucking, yeah. You know,
1: going back to that, though, the the police state thing, it is very interesting when they come over and and you realize a much different situation, the Halloween parade. I was in the East <laughs> Village during the Halloween parade. But if you want an example of how the uh, NYPD or how any government or how any police force can really just control human populations, yeah. go down to 6th Avenue, Avenue of Americas, the West 4th stop here in New York City during the Halloween parade, and you are never going to feel more cattled than uh, than that in your entire life. You'll you'll feel like a Syrian rebel. Totally. <laughs> I, I, um, I, you know. I, I totally,
3: we used to do, on that note, I should say, Very seriously, if you're listening to this, listen to me very carefully. Halloween, because of that parade, is October 31st. Anyone who has a Saturday or Friday party, I will not recognize it.
1: Slade's not going. (laughs) Yeah. So if you want Slade to come up and dress like the human Tic Tac, because he has a great human Tic Tac outfit. Yes. You better have it on a goddamn October 31st. And as a Halloween, my favorite holiday, Marcus's favorite holiday as well. Yep.
2: I respect that. Well, yeah. actually, my favorite holiday is 4th of July.
1: Well, can we just fake it for a second, Marcus? <laughs> 4th of July is a pretty great holiday as well. Yeah. Yeah, but it is favorite. interesting. And and it's that- so
2: Texas. <laughs> it's so typical Texas. So Texas. Um, yeah, it's explosive day. It's explosive day. <laughs> That's Where pretty Where you brilliant. can just do it and, you know, not have to worry about getting arrested.
1: Not in New York. Sparklers are outlawed uh, Outlawed in New York. Not they are. But after the uh, the most recent shooting on Friday, uh, I showed Marcus the clip. I don't know. I'm not sure if you saw this, slide. All of the kids... They were lined up on the track, and they were all padded down, and it was very, very Red Dawn esque. Um, the new one or the old one? No, the real one. Okay. The old one was Swayze. <laughs> we're not, we don't recognize <laughs> yeah. the new one. It's like a Halloween party on the twenty seventh. Ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to it. Right, um, and I don't want to see it. Um, it, But are we now becoming more comfortable with the idea? Obviously, we were talking on the last episode about the Amazon drones and like how people are going to start. They're beginning now to introduce the idea mm-hmm. of like drones and these things to the American public, even though we've been using them overseas for quite a while and killing quite a few people with them. But um, do you think that uh, we're just as a people now – fully accustomed to the notion that at any time the government can just hell look what happened in Boston after the marathon bombing mm-hmm. literally shut down like the idea of right. private property out the window the whole the whole notion of like this is my house and uh, you'll ask permission to come through my door it's like no we'll do whatever we want right are we now at a point as americans where we're completely um we are we are complacent enough to allow that to happen on a regular basis. I mean, I think we've already allowed it to happen. I think we're well past that point. Right.
3: What happens? I'm not a, a you know a Ron Paul fuck the TSA kind of guy. I'm just a regular fuck. The I TSA. hate the TSA. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, but I mean, that's part of it. You know, a lot yeah. of what we do with the Patriot Act is part of it. A lot of what you're seeing with the NSA now is part of it. It's all mm-hmm. part of it. And I'm not saying this as a um, even, even as a political statement whatsoever, you right. know, I, I think that we have very clearly given up freedoms for security. Uh,
2: and do we give them up or were they taken? Because I don't remember both. the meeting. they It's the same thing. I mean, right. It, it, either way. Uh, I mean, if they, if they get taken and you don't say anything, right, then, then you, you are gave an them are yeah, yeah, the, the same up. thing. I got a podcast. <laughs> listen it's
3: it's uh the one thing we have going for us i would say and i'm actually not even wholly opposed to this idea this is something we you know is probably a bigger thing but at least we're not london where there's a CCTV tv camera on every corner and they can literally trail you from the bar you just left to your house right you know that
1: happens i mean it happens here in new york i mean they're they're trying to set it up right on and a regular basis. You know,
3: the thing that i i i, I don't know the thing that I, I think I find weird about myself is that I'm almost for it.
1: Um, in, and so in a in a way that where you're like I'm not doing anything wrong. You know, I mean, for example, yesterday Marcus got a PP in public ticket. I did, did last you really? last
2: night. Yes, I got a public urination ticket. He wow. did. Yeah. I I tried to save the day. Tried to save that. We were doing just fine without you, Slade. <laughs> i'm i'm
1: walking we're with a large group of people right i'm with my friend henry Zabrowski, who does a a program called last podcast on the left and he's he's in wolf of wall street is a very successful actor and a very talented young man and we were all walking together with a group of about eight and i'm walking strolling around i look over and i notice marcus and henry aren't there and what do i do i stop walking i let the group go ahead i say marcus and henry aren't here they said fuck them we don't really like them as friends I can
2: believe that. They probably said that.
1: But what I said was, no, I'm going back for my, this is my saving private Marcus Parks. All right. (laughs) And I went back and I attempted to get him out of that ticket, but it had already been written and I almost got us arrested. Yes. But that's okay.
2: That's that. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Nonetheless, I'm a hero. And I just want a little respect. I appreciate you like your you. effort. I really do. I really I told do. It's just said, when, you get, when you come up to the cops and, you know, I'm just letting them write me the ticket and going to get my way out, you know, get my the fuck out of there. Uh, being quiet, Ben walks up and starts mouthing off to the NYPD officers. No, not I was not mouthing leader. off. We're I was th- so lucky that it was cold and they didn't want to get out of their car.
3: No, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Slade. This is true. No, I was not mouthing off. What I told them was, which is a lie for the most part, um, but I was like, I've got a conservative radio show, and I'm going to make you guys look like gods, yeah. which is brilliant. And then they were like, oh, wow, this guy's really into us. And then I thought it was going to get the ticket expunged. But no. uh, once you write it down on paper. Yeah,
2: once you write it down. How much yeah. was it? 25 bucks. Oh, it's All $25 yeah, it's, piss. It's, it's, not it's that fine. Bad. I'd been waiting for a long time. We'd left this whole weird rave thing and... Yeah, it was a long walk back to your place, and it I have was. a small bladder, all right? I know, well, you're, you're a tiny guy. I'm a small man. That's right.
1: I <laughs> know, <laughs> and, and I feel like urination in public should not be uh, so frowned upon. We're all humans here. I mean, it was on a deserted
2: street. Nobody was well, around. Nobody Where were you? Uh, in over Park, in Williamsburg Brooklyn. on Meadow and Waterbury. All right. It was an yeah. industrial district. Right. Yeah. You yeah. can pee in industry. Yeah. You can pee in industry. That's can, totally yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, you can pee
1: on any industries. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, I had a great interview going back to the... To, I doubt the, that. I did. <laughs> Believe it or not. Based on the last hour of my life. Yeah. I know. It's been miserable. <laughs> I got to get better at this. Um, but I had a great interview with one of the uh, lead uh, lawyers for the ACLU. Okay. On I'm, I'm shooting a pilot program, uh, Lawbreaker, and... Um, uh, the initial law that I want over to overturns and had in New Jersey where it's illegal to cross dress. Um, is it really? Yeah, it's, a, it's it's tied to an indecency law, and uh, so I was talking with him, and I'm like, "So what law would you like to see overturned? You know, in America, just broad or very tiny?" He's like, "Well, number one, he's he's a very uh, proactive guy when it comes to gay marriage rights and things like that." So of course he's like, "You know that," but really the law uh, that is most important is is drone strikes on U.S. civilians and how that's just becoming. A regular thing, whether it be overseas in the Middle East or uh, they they I truly believe they are coming to our shores. You know, like you think the, we're
3: going to be taking out
1: uh, U.S. citizens that- here. I do. Uh, Montana already has that one, the, the Montana police force, they're starting to use drones and things like that. Amazon, I true, I, I do believe uh, that this whole Amazon gift thing, which I think will be around in, in 2020. Some people think it's just a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I do think it's just going to get people very used to, very similar to what we did overseas where it's like, sometimes the drones is, are full of sweet peanut butter and jelly and, <laughs> you know, pinatas and fun things for your kids. Other times, it's just a bunch of bobs. You know, so so I think we're going to get used to the idea of drones being like, I love that. That sweatshirt's going to be here in 30 minutes. <laughs> I hope that's the sweatshirt drone or, uh, you know, the not so fun drone.
3: Yeah, I, I, I had an interview with someone on on the show recently where we talked about even the very definition of drones. Yeah. And I think I think people, uh, you know, drone is is just so many different things. Like you said, I mean, it could be, you know, guns or it could be right. peanut butter. Uh, but I think in this country, you're going to really have a problem getting something off the ground where you're like just the Montana police taking someone out. You know, I I don't think even like David Koresh in Waco, you know, like I I don't even think uh, drones. I don't even think people would support drone use on something like that, you know, where they were trying to smoke people out or, or whatever. I think that's a long way away, if it is even coming. And you know, you could timestamp that. I'm sure I'm
1: wrong.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, it does seem to be the uh, it does seem to be the way that it's
2: going. I mean, the question that I have, I mean, just playing devil's advocate here, is what is the difference? In, like, why do people think that when we get drones, suddenly people are going to be start being assassinated when we could just as easily do the same thing with a human and a sniper rifle, right? Like there's not well no I mean yeah, I'm not buying the, the
3: overlord of of
1: drones coming to our shores here. Well, there are uh, I know with the with the, uh, Bloomberg the the administration they were discussing drone cameras and things and he's like well it's just a logical extension of cameras. So, but I, yeah, I, we're, I agree with that. I mean, and yeah. I
3: think Amazon is a logical Domino's got no love for the fact that it announced the same thing as Amazon six months earlier. They said, We're, your pizza is going to be coming via drone. Right. And they got no
1: PR whatsoever. But if that does happen, do you have to tip the drone? Oh, no. You don't tip the drone. No. Never t-
2: the, you never tip the robots.
1: You never tip the robots. You don't have to tip the robots. Okay. I'm yeah. just wondering. They might have robot families. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> but I, I would assume that I mean, they're going to put a surcharge on that will be more than the tip that you
2: would have given the drone. The drone, drone yeah. charge. Yeah. I mean, if you tip anyone, you tip the drone mechanics. Right. So, and, the and the operators. Ja- yeah, the yeah. operators. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So, do you think then, if the drones uh, do uh, start happening for Domino's Pizza, which uh, pizza, which I'm completely for? Yeah, I love the idea got of it. the. You got me with that. Yeah, you know, I'm really, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm shucking all libertarianism. <laughs> Huge government. <laughs> you, we need yeah. it all. Drones in the sky, as long as some of those drones carry Domino's thin crust pizza, right? With some sausage and some onion on it. This is a weird pizza that I like. It's a great pizza. Is it a
2: good pizza? Yeah.
1: Um. So what was the? Uh, I had an idea. I did have a thought there, Slade. Doesn't matter. But then I lost it. Yeah. Because I literally, I, I, the, I just had a fantasy about pizza. Yeah.
3: I'll <laughs> say, I'll say this. I think we need to be less worried about drones because drone is just has a bad connotation, and people think that all drones are taking out some terrorist in a faraway land. Sure. Where that is not true. I mean, that's the word drone doesn't mean, you know. Uh, Army of something You know Mm -hmm. A drone is just The thing You know So what should we call
1: What would be a term That would be a better term For uh no, robots. So a, They're just robots. Right. Just robots. Yeah. I just think your the, friendly the bigger fear robot. is
3: what we have given up. You know, even down to to things like eminent domain. You know, right. people around the Barclays Center got you know tossed out of of where they were, and you know these homes in Connecticut yeah. or here or there, wherever. You know, we spoke about this story yeah. uh,
1: recently. Or, I mean, I guess a couple of episodes back. And I
3: mean, eminent domain. What's that it? ruling was what
1: oh, three? I don't even know, yeah. like ten
3: years ago. You know, I'm just saying it's all part of. You know what? What you're saying is coming is has already been here, right? A- and it's not George Bush on 9/11. It already started even before that. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, but but it didn't help that the Patriot Act was passed 98 to one, uh, right? And, and then we willingly, your guy was uh, the only person who voted against it was uh, Russ Feingold.
1: Russ Feingold. Russ Feingold was. Uh, State I disagree of with him. I disagree with him on certain. Uh, uh, positions, but I think he's a great man. And uh, Russ Feingold, as a matter of fact, I was dating a girl. She was the president of the Young Democrats, Stephanie. That was her name, Stephanie, and a uh, beautiful gal. And um, it was her birthday, and I called up Russ Feingold, and I was like, uh, you know, I spoke with the uh, with one of his uh, assistants, and I was like, can you have him sign like an, an autograph picture, which is such a nerdy gift. Yeah. But it was an autographed Russ Feingold thing, and she's like, Stephanie, you're beautiful, Benzo amazing and you should love him and shit like that, and it totally worked. So Russ got me some major pussy. It well, worked for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, then my personality came out, and the whole thing <laughs> fell apart. Right. But, you know, that's okay. But, yeah, Russ Feingold, he was the only one, and I think Russ Feingold yeah. was the... Uh,
3: so, you know, I mean, that didn't help. Great and politician. And, uh, you know, I think as we go, we are just very willing. I mean, listen, the TSA stuff, the first time I got that, like, full-scale pat-down that people right. were going nuts about that they were giving to, like, four-year-old crippled children. Yes. Um, the first time I got that, I mean, listen, I... Love it when like some guys just
1: grabbing my dick. Well, you I, get a healthy donk, so yeah, you like, grab it, at it. You know, so it, it I be have like no Vernon issue. Davis for the San Francisco 49ers. I, right, tackle the me the by, dick by tackle. tackle me by my dick.
3: Um, I had no problem with it. I felt bad for the guy who was doing it. Like right. uh, me, I enjoy this. It is you a know, pretty this miserable This guy's got to be grabbing cock all day. Right, right, you right. You know right. Wh- what is how how was that sold to the union?
2: Yeah, how was that sold? You know who? Oh, there's what, a guy. There's what, one guy in every two. Ch- Chapter that's just His Trump hands are going up the, too yeah, quick, like, though. I, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Again, it's, like a dirty, very, it's a dirty again. job. I mean, I know no, no, I mean, I'm just a yo, bite the ball. And it's Barry, just just jazz
1: hands that follow. <laughs> you want it too much. <laughs> yeah. And uh we're just not going to allow that. I'm sorry, Barry. Right. You can't. You're not gonna be on dick duty once again. Yeah.
3: But this guy, I mean, fully was was right. like had a full grab of my dick. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, this is a great appetizer to a great vacation. But on at the same <laughs> time, like this guy has to do this what, 200 times a day? Oh, at least. You at know, least. 500 times a day? Could be I 200 mean, an
2: hour. Could just be just 200
3: used used an hour. No. You just gotta get used you to know, it. So I just feel bad for those guys on that front. But this is all, you know, part of the same nonsense, and yeah. we're not fighting back, and it's the frog in the boiling, or the, the pot, the frog boiling in the pot That's thing, right. you know, yeah. which is actually an urban legend, or not an urban legend, but a total myth. Either way, the frog's gonna jump out of the water. Yeah. Um. But, you know, the, so as the expression be, knows, we
1: need to jump out of the water,
3: yeah. As the expression goes, Crazy. you know, they they thought that they can incrementally. Take away right. our rights and our freedoms and they've been totally successful. They have totally they've been, been killing it. They've been nailing it. They're really good at that. That is exceptional. And I don't true. even know who the they is. I really don't. It's right. I don't know if it's Democrats, Republicans, Congress, the President, uh, you know,
2: the Supreme Court. Right. All no. this stuff. You left out a lot the of Illuminati, things. The Illuminati, J C the Bilderberg group. The Bilderberg group. Yeah, yeah. All of those assholes uh, totally. hang out yeah. at Bohemian Grove. The group. Masons. Oh yeah,
3: Not just people who are laying bricks, but like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. you know, the so, quote-unquote Freemason. You imagine right? there's somebody out there who actually thinks it's Masons. Right. And Anthony, they're, just like, right. they're very upset every time they see a brick yeah. building. Anthony Masons Mason. Oh, my Anthony God. Anthony Mason Jr. That's right. <laughs> you know, all these people. If you don't understand, Perry. The, if you don't get the Anthony Mason reference, please Google Anthony Mason and watch some wonderful Knicks highlights from 93, 94, 95, 96. Anthony Mason. The greatest small forward slash power forward in the history of the NBA. (laughs) Huge shoulders. Wow. Massive ass. I actually saw Anthony Mason in real life the other day. A couple of months back, he was wearing a huge fur jacket. And I really wanted to be like, Anthony Mason, I love you, but I'm not attractive. I'm not a woman. Yeah. I said, you know what? He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't need this for me. No, he doesn't. I just, I say, I looked at him though. Yeah, and he looked at me. But I mean, does it get any tougher than Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley in the it does not. concord? Charles Smith, Oakley, Starks, Ewing. We could go on and on.
2: Yeah, I'm sure you could. It's fascinating radio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> People love it when you read the roster of the 1994 <laughs> New York Knicks. Yeah. That is radio. How did Glenn Beck get where he got? Right. That's he what he read did. the 1978 <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals roster. He's a baseball guy. You know, I mean, this is how radio works. It is. We're Glenn, pro Slade.
2: Yeah. Glenn Beck does seem like he'd be a baseball fan.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't like the way the game is sped up so much, but, you know, <laughs> that's okay. Slow it down again, guys. They did just get rid of the, uh, they got rid of the uh, collision. You can no longer run into the catcher yeah. at home play, which I thought that was kind of
2: sad.
3: It is, but, you know, you know happy we're it. growing up in, in sports. I'm we for are. a lot of the NFL Rural changes. Change. I am. I know that it takes Slade, away from the sport. You're
1: crushing my balls here, Slade.
3: Listen, I don't think it's a liberal thing or a soft thing or uh, any sort of that thing. I think it is we have data and science now. You want to smoke cigarettes? You smoke cigarettes. You wanna- Let's put
1: some quotations over this word science, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> what it's true. It Me.
3: But uh, it's the same thing with (laughs) cigarettes. It is a warning sign on a label, a warning label on a pack of cigarettes to say, you know what? You're still going to probably die of some sort of head condition someday because you still practice and you butt your heads and you this and that. But if we could do just a little bit to make sure these people don't go crazy and kill someone and then kill themselves when they're 51 – well, yeah, let's try
1: that. A little bit more restrictions. Yeah. yeah I and suppose. I think that's fine.
3: It's a, it's it's a shame. Shitt- I it's
1: would a say the game. NFL, NFL rules game. are not the, uh, that's not, the, uh, not the biggest issue affecting the country right
2: now. Yeah, that's why I like watching college football. They don't give a fuck about those kids. They're right. lunatics.
1: Oh, yeah. Those poor kids. Well, that's a whole, this is a whole other podcast we've got into. <laughs> but all right. I guess we'll just wrap it up. All right. Um, Slade, uh, thank you so much for being here. It's Slade HV, and uh, it's channel 124. Yes. The POTUS network.
3: Politics powered by Twitter
1: daily politics powered by twitter slade somer um and hypervocal.com. During, hypervocal.com during your other times from two to three listen to him on serious radio and call in and uh, and be intelligent so he regains the love of the american people i've got it he's got it now um <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you so much for being here slade. thanks for having me this was great thanks guys all right thank we'll talk soon. to you soon guys